information, interviews, debates, and discussion, plus an occasional rant with Bob Slider behind the board. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Yes, it's a good day for singing a song, and it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything be wrong? A good day from morning to night. Well, good morning, Grand Valley. Here we go again. It's another big gig underway. Our swinging soiree for three hours at 710, 10 minutes after the hour. And we are going to give you information, conversation, controversy, and fun. It's a Friday. It really is Friday today, right, Bob? It is Friday. Okay, okay. I'm sure you had that right yesterday. It's Friday, Friday today. And um, as I always say, we have made it two. And hopefully through the final day of the week. It is a rainy day outside. Man alive. It's a soaking downpour. Is that a fair phrase to use? And uh, the visibility coming downtown wasn't great, which brings me to this. I, I, I didn't ask you this morning, but I was quite concerned. When I came down Main Street, starting down the hill, what what used to be the outdoor store, there was a barrel was kind of like in the road. Did you notice that, Howard? Did you clip it? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I neither noticed it nor clipped it. It was so. kind of like out of sync with the other barrels, and I thought, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh what could I do here? There was people behind me. I couldn't stop and, and get the barrel. I thought, man, Howard's going to get that. Well, maybe somebody hit it before you, maybe they, maybe they did before I did. I have noticed, actually, that um, a couple of times barrels have been just slightly moved, and when you're coming down uh, the road there, especially when there's a lot of traffic, as there is around the time I come in, you got to be careful because I'm normally – sort of aim myself a certain way and then I suddenly whoa there's a barrel you got to go around it but hey it'll all work it will all work out it'll all work out it is a very heavy rainy morning this morning it's gonna be a rainy day all day today daytime high though around 58 actually not a lot warmer than we are but it's going to be a high around 58 today rain tomorrow uh and cloudy again 55 or so partly sunny on Sunday and we're looking for some frost on Monday Adam Feichel of the full forecast coming up in a bit 54 Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 53 at the Highlands, 54 in Elm Grove, and 54 degrees. Rainy degrees here at the Robinson Honor Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. What are we doing today? It's going to be a busy one. Uh, Wheeling's vice mayor is proposing a managed camp for the homeless. We've talked about that phrase this week, including with Mayor Glenn Elliott yesterday. But Chad Thalman joins us today to explain what he sees a managed camp being as our conversation on the city's homeless uh, problems continue. Senator Joe Manchin with us, first time in a long time. We'll talk about federal budget deadlines, his support for Israel, uh, uh, President Biden's speech last night, among other things. Still time to get in on the holiday fun with Christmas trips by Uniglobal High Valley Travel, and we'll take a look at the upcoming travel show. With Trump's endorsement now firmly in his corner, Governor Justice has an idea for Alex Mooney. Quit. Get out. Get out. Get out. We'll talk about that. And in just a minute, I, I, an idea that I think Bob popped up with yesterday, and we want to share this a bit. We've been talking a lot about all the new development in Wheeling. There's a lot happening here, just a lot happening. I know a lot of you grumble, 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 and you write the nasty stuff on Facebook. This is a terrible town to live in, nothing going on. But there is a lot happening here because people have had ideas. And I'm a wondering if you have ideas. If money was not an object, what would your entrepreneurial desire be? We'll talk about that uh, coming up in a bit. Bob and I will review the highlights of the week from our show. 
plus Adam Fike weather, Tony Caridi's Mountaineer Report, and Taylor Long. No, I see uh, Rebecca Little today. Rebecca's with us. Is in the Ohio Valley uh, News Center from WTRF-TV. I mentioned yesterday I had made my own uh, dinner the night before, peanut butter and jelly. Got a... Uh, uh, Did you open up a can of soup last night, Howard? It's funny you say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you say that. The answer is yes. But that was not where I was going. I got this from a text from a listener, uh, which is interesting. I might try this. Best peanut butter sandwich. Mix the peanut butter and jelly in a bowl and put it on buttered toast. That sounds possible. I guess you get a good mixture that way. Yeah. And, you know, I like buttered toast. I mean, that, that's that's actually not a bad idea. Because I'm a real dunce, Howard. And, and the sandwich never tastes as good because I, I don't get that mixture right. You know, right. I have too much peanut butter over here and I go, oh, I don't have enough. Je-, you know what I mean? So I that, that that's a great idea. I told you yesterday when I made the sandwich the other night. I just, I had way too, I, the, the jelly I put on weighed out, much outweighed the peanut butter. It yeah, just, I mean, it's, there's, didn't mix, didn't there's blend. a little skill with that, making that the, the, the perfect uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Which is why my wife should make them from now on and leave. Good morning, Nancy. <laughs> and not make me do it because I can't even make a sandwich. But thanks to the texture for texting that in. I appreciate it very much. And I think I might try that. That's a little interesting. Mix the peanut butter and jelly in a bowl, butter toast, put it, I, I, I'm, I'm willing to willing to give it a try. Uh, real quick on the political front, it is I, I, is it funny? I guess it is funny. Uh, Governor Justice yesterday talking about the upcoming U.S. Senate race before reporters. Of course, he has a huge lead in the polls. Yesterday or this week, he got an endorsement from former President Donald Trump, which I think was the last hope that Alex Mooney had that maybe somehow he could pull something out if Trump would come up on his side. So now, uh, <laughs> give him credit uh, for, for bold thinking. From the standpoint of where, where Alex Mooney goes now, well, I, I think he'll just drop out of the race. I don't know what he'll do. I don't know if he'll run for Congress or not. And I, I really don't know if he's going to drop out of the race, but, but I, I think that's what he should do. <laughs> And that's great. The only thing that would have made that better, Howard, if he just said, I, I think he'd just go home back home to Maryland. Yeah, let's go back. Maybe, maybe they could elect him over there again. So JJ says, well, look, why, why are we doing this? I got the money, I got the polling numbers, and I got Trump. What do you got? What do you got? Why don't you just save yourself the trouble, Alex, and quit? And I said this earlier in the week. I think, Bob, you can help me with this. I believe that uh, some of the guys on the legislative watchdogs picked up on this, too. I think it's a very real possibility that Mooney will take a look at this whole situation and say, you know what? I'm not going to run for the Senate. I can't win that. So I'll just con- I'll, I'll, I'll continue to run for the seat I'm in right now. Maybe his arrogance won't allow that, Howard. But, you know, he pays a lot of people to hang around him. Somebody has to say, Alex, wait a minute. You're going to be out of the game. You're going to be completely out of the game. And this whole grand plan of the invasion to West Virginia for your political career is going to be over with. Ken, you, do, do you remember, uh, uh, Alex, do you remember the campaign commercial from David McKinley where you were referred to as Marilyn Mooney? Uh, that could be the case again. So, <laughs> but even if he does that, he's got to go up against um, Riley Moore. And, he's picking up steam, and, and he's you know the Moore Capital families uh, are are doing very well in th- this election. Uh, Moore Capital himself running for governor, one of the key contenders. 
Mooney probably would win re-election, but it wouldn't. That wouldn't be a cakewalk either against Riley Moore. Howard, I got to be real careful what I wish for because I'm pretty sure I wish for this for the downfall of Alex Mooney. I got to be able to conjure up those wishes better for myself. <laughs> I think I think it's very possible. He's history. He is history. <laughs> Seven sixteen here on the what? Boy, I, I, other stuff I want to do today, but we we got to get into this again next week. The whole. Where goes Alex now, you know? Um, the short-lived, well, it wasn't short. He's been, what, four terms, five terms? He's been around for a while. Alex, we hardly knew you, yeah, and that was yeah. way too long. <laughs> yeah, I said we hardly knew you, and that was too much. <laughs> 716 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Last night, Clay School uh, was talked about in this uh, block party, which we previewed for you yesterday with uh, Jim Ambrose. And uh, a lot of ideas were kicked around on what to be done with Clay School. But if I read the Intel story this morning uh, correctly, the answer is they really didn't come up with any final solutions. And this, the big question still is, do they tear Clay School down or do they try to renovate it? And according to the article this morning, the people there, it was 50-50. Half of them say tear it down, put something new in. Half of them say no, you know, there's value to the old building. So I'm not sure this block party gave them any newer ideas than what they had before, but at least they all got together and talked about it. Looks like they had a hell of a party, Howard. I would say it, looks, it was exactly at least a, a hell of a party. Majority of the people surveyed agreed with the idea of relocating the Nelson Jordan Center to the site. A lot of people said they'd like to see indoor recreation facilities that would complement the J.B. Chambers field across the street. And that, that certainly makes sense. One neighborhood resident said there needs to be a, somewhere safe for the kids to go. Um, and that's what this is all about, was kind of kicking ideas around. But I'll be curious. We'll talk to Jim Ambrose maybe in a week or so and see if they've prioritized all this stuff. And is the is the, the latest study done? Have they have they come to a conclusion that the building can be saved? Any part of the building? That Howard? is a great great question because that first of all, I mean this this conversation was should the building be saved? There still is the question of can it be saved? And uh, the story again. I'm getting all my info right now from we had Jim Ambrose on with us yesterday previewing this, but. All my info from the event last night comes from the Eric Ayer story and the intel this morning. Um, they they talked a bit of, uh, about that, and uh, one of the big questions several people had at the block party was, okay, how much is it going to cost? And, and then where's the money come from? You know, My guess is it's going to cost a whale of a lot of money to tear the whole thing down. It's just it's such a strongly built building. It's a mess inside. Yeah. But the the – you know, the foundation, the structure is, is, I think, pretty strong. I think the only concern I have, Howard, is if you go to all this trouble when you spend this money and then it's not a success. You know, it, it just sits there and, yes. and nobody uses it. That, 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 that's my only concern. Which is why it's really important and why they're doing this kind of stuff. And I think it's good. You got to get something the community is behind and the community wants and the community will use. Um, you know, they could put a, um, I'm trying to think of something that, you know, they could put a, uh, a, a library to uh, Thomas Jefferson in there, but would anybody use it? You know what I'm saying? I might go. <laughs> I might go. Uh, but Clay School is just one of the many things that's being done these days. Again, we talked to Jim Ambrose from Tipping Point yesterday, who was uh, – Tipping Point is from Pittsburgh. They're consulting on that. They're consulting on the 1400 block where they've got that whole 1400 block uh, envisioned with a bunch of new businesses and new buildings. We talked to Dan Millison this week with the Waterfront Hall. Um, there is a lot of activity in Wheeling, Bob. I mean, I, I'm excited. I know we all complain about the streetscape, but I'm excited about the stuff that's happening here. Are you? I am. It, it just kind of dawned on me this week. 
because I've been one of the ones bitching and complaining. You know, this town, look at it. I'm, I'm embarrassed by it. What about the people that come to town? But it, it, it hit me between the eyes this week. Wheeling is moving. Wheeling and, and, and watch people. They're going to run out of property here pretty quick because right. there, there are people that now are making their move, some politically, some business-wise. I think it's a really exciting time, Howard. Just look at the downtown, and we can broaden this beyond downtown, but just look at downtown. You've got, of course, the Bridge Tavern. It's uh, all renovated and new, and they've done an absolutely phenomenal job with that. Most people don't even think about the fact that the Carl family also renovated the apartments in that same building. Uh, you have the Doris that's now built up there on, uh, in the northern part of the town. The old Wheeling Inn, the downtowner, fabulous fannies. It's coming down. There's going to be something all brand new over there. Uh, you've got Heritage Port really beginning to develop now. Waterfront Hall is making a, a, a huge impact uh, there, I think. Uh, if you want to go all the way down to Center Market, it's become the granddaddy now. It's been the one that's been developing for a long time. Um, there's just lots of happening, lots of stuff happening. You got, you got the, uh, Tony DiCarlo's new That's what I was going to say. She might have the best idea, the, the greatest vision of all. Even our, our guest, Dan, you know, Tony DiCarlo, that, that, outstanding. She's doing a, a, a high-end apartment condominium-type complex uh, right there on Main Street uh, overlooking Water Street. And uh, as I've said this many times, when the planning commission approved her first plans, I think she had four floors plus the, on the bottom floor is going to be the actual pizza shop and then four floors of apartments. She had to come back and said, I sold four floors. I need another floor. I, I mean, and these are high end. So people say, well, who's going to live down dumb? Well, there you go. But it got me to thinking because I don't have vision. These are people with a vision. Tony has vision there. Dan Millison, for heaven's sakes, had vision there. The old berry supply, he says, I can make that into a, a, a thriving facility. Um, but I don't have a lot of vision. I was trying to think, what would I do if I had unlimited money? I mean, if money was not the object, okay? And if I wanted to, and if I was an entrepreneur, what would I do? Where would I do it? Doesn't have to be downtown. Maybe downtown has already got its fill of things. Maybe we need to start looking other places. Do you ever think about that? I got my place. I, I probably thought about it too much, Howard, because you know I'm I fantasize a lot, and I do. I yeah, have a I'm, location I'm about buildings. Oh, no, well, yeah. Well, <laughs> that was late night, Howard. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. I did my homework, and I do have a building, and my building is near and dear to Howard Monroe's heart. All right, tell me what it is. Al, yeah. Windsor Manor. I would buy Windsor ah, Manor, and? and I would convert that into a hotel. I would put apartments. You know, I would. I have no idea what I'm talking about, but maybe I would live on the top floor. You know, if I had that kind of money, it would be a real nice penthouse. A slider penthouse. That's right. <laughs> but then maybe have a couple apartments, you know, high end, like, like it seems like the trend is, and then have the hotel right there. You talk about a perfect location because Water Street is yeah. going to go off of the charts. When you and I first looked at the Windsor Manor as a place for the radio station, WVOY, and we are off on our own for a while, uh, we, we were really excited about Windsor Manor. It was still just the subsidized housing hotel, but there were a couple of spaces in the back that overlooked the riverfront. Beautiful. You could look, out, oh my goodness. look at the port to the right. You could see the suspension bridge. It was one of the reasons we went there. Now, we ended up being in the front of the building, Which not is the good back too. of the building, because we needed more space. But that was what attracted us to that building. And I think that's – I hadn't even thought about it. And you know what? That was at one time a huge part of the city of Wheeling, a thriving the hotel. The history. Yeah, absolutely. And, and imagine a nice, a nice grand saloon. 
you know, for for everybody and then for the for the guests. And don't we have? Didn't somebody bring us? Maybe Margaret Brennan. I think so. Somebody the presidents brought, that had stayed there. Somebody brought us a whole history of Windsor Manor. Absolutely. Now the bad thing is, I'm going to have to throw everybody out. But Charlie Blues. Charlie, you can stay while we do the renovations, but everybody else has to go. It'll be the Slider Penthouse and the Blues Suite. Charlie downstairs. can stay. He's the only one. And, you know, think about the businesses out front there, Howard. And, you know, it's going to take, it would take a lot of money. But, man, if you did it right, right there on that location right now, I think you'd really have something. That is a tremendous idea. And that's, uh, and that's not unrealistic. You know, I, when we were there. Think about all the fun we had in that building, Howard. Wait, let's, let's, shh. Quiet, Bob. Some of that does not. Some of that was very public, like our Christmas parties, all right. But some of that. There was a time I had to tell Bob to stop drinking the Uza. Uza was it Uza? It was George Tellus's birthday. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. At any rate, um, great. That's a super idea. That's a super idea. And the owners of that building—they're out of town owners. I don't know who owns it now, but when we were there, the owners of that building had toyed with the idea of turning it into some kind of a more uh, less of a subsidized housing into a more of a traditional housing facility of some kind. They went for, I hate to put it this way, they went for the easy money, which was taking the subsidized housing dollars. And, and maybe there's a need for that downtown, but, but that's a great idea. See, that's yours is so much better than mine. I don't, mine isn't even downtown. Mine's out in Elm Grove. Mine's Pe out in Elm Peter's Grove. Run, Howard, are you out that way? No, 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 no. There is something that I felt for a long time is needed in Elm Grove, and I have a possible location for it, but this is not a gigantic thing. It's a small thing. There is a need in Elm Grove for a coffee house slash third space. But what I mean by third space is a Starbucks kind of thing where you have, you can go in, coffee, Wi-Fi, just hang out. It's not a coffee shop like Tim Hortons, run in, grab your coffee and go. But uh, a Starbucks type but run locally. And the place I would like to see, I think you could do that because parking is an issue in Elm Grove, uh, would be the the building, I think it's a veterinarian something now or a dog dog place. Right there by the old uh, Vidoc. Right across from Bridge Street School. Yes. Oh, okay. On I, junior, I got junior. that messed up and I was no, taking no, another no, veterinarian. No, yeah, no, no that, that, that's an interesting place there. But no, right across from Bridge Street School, there's that um, there's a building right there as you head to go up towards Uncle Pete's. It's right there in the corner. Uh, I think I think it's a dog grooming place or something like that right now. But it's it's got the right size. It's got some parking there. Maybe add some parking in the back. Um a coffee house third space where you can go and just hang out, you know, for a while. You can get coffee in a couple places in Wheeling. You can go hang out. You hang out on a pizza someplace, but or Wakeham's or what have you. But I, this would be I guess so. But see, mine's not nearly as grand as your idea. Well, I, I, it takes a lot of money to do what I want to do, Howard. I think yours is something that is more reasonable. Yes, that, that that's a goal that I think you could do. Yes. If any of you have your own uh, entrepreneurial ideas, so you can call us or text us on the Frio Stack auction service lines, 304-214-1600. 304-214-1600 is the Frio Stack auction service text line. Or you can call us at 304-232-8255. 727 on a tremendously rainy day today. Take your Brelly with you this morning. Or perhaps you like to get wet, one or the other. I don't know, but it's going to be. Did I mention Teddy's got field day today? I don't know if I mentioned that or not. My grandson's off at field does day. Does Teddy have an umbrella with him, Howard? Yeah, I'm sure he does. He has a little umbrella. It's cute. He carries his umbrella when he needs to. But he's um, up at the Good Zoo for a, a field day today. Uh, but I, there's a lot to do inside the zoo, but I suspect at some point they're going to get bored because I don't think they can be outside very much. I don't know. All right, 728, 20 after the hour. Um, I took a totally different approach this week 
to the highlights of the week. I'll tell you what I have. You tell me what you have, and we'll do all of that coming up. Coming up on Metro News Hotline. On a Friday edition of the show, we'll get you ready for a busy Friday night at West Virginia High School football. Have a look back at Marshall's game with James Madison in Huntington, and we will have Sounds Good West Virginia with Aristotle Jones at 533. Plus your calls, texts, tweets, in or out on our question of the day. Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at WVMetroNews.com and on this Metro News station. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Last year, they took on the NFL and beat the spread. This season, they plan on doing it again. If you want to cash in, tune in every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 for Good Old Boys on Sports with Bear and Bob here on the Watchdog Radio Network and the All Sports Saturday Morning. Good Old Boys is all we'll ever be. See for Yourself is your local premier travel partner. We are passionate about crafting personalized itineraries that get you exactly where you want to go. We listen, we research your options, and then we deliver. Our clients rave about our customer service and our ability to find unheard of deals to the most popular destinations. But don't take our word for it. See for Yourself. Find See for Yourself on social media or online at seeforyourself.fun. That's C-S-E-A for yourself dot F-U-N. Live from the Robinson Auto Group Studios in the heart of the Ohio Valley, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. I don't know about Southern California, but it certainly is raining here in the upper Ohio Valley. It's raining, raining hard outside. Going to be that way most of the day. Daytime high around 58 is 54 at the Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 53 at the Highlands. 54 in Elm Grove and 54 at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Senator Manchin with us in the beginning of next hour and Wheeling's Vice Mayor Chad Thalman uh, coming up uh, in the... Uh, final hour of the show this morning. John McCabe is on vacation this week, and uh, I'm told I can't tell you what, but, but man, oh man, I am getting my ass chewed by my lovely wife on text line. What'd you do? I can't. She said, don't you talk about this in front of your audience. So Uh-oh. I, <clears throat> I can tell you, I need to... Uh, I need something to make my make my, my rear end feel better because it's just been got a chewing, did you? It's got really chewed pretty good by my uh, by my <laughs> by my lovely lovely wife. Uh, Seven thirty one twenty nine to the hour here on the watch. And and also, Abe, I know what you think is going to happen. I seriously, I'm getting tired of them every day now. It's been fun playing with you on this. I I, I know what you think is going to happen. If I have a chance in some kind of conversation, I'll ask some of these city people about it. You don't don't send it to me every day. You just you're just irritating me now. I know what you think. I think you're completely one thousand a gazillion percent wrong. But I, you know, some point I may ask. I may not. I don't know. Stop sending me the emails of the same thing. 
See, I think that my wife got me upset, and I'm, now I'm yelling at somebody else. It's not so much you, eh? But quit sending them anyway. <laughs> well, just those emails. Keep on sending me your emails. Just not the same thing every day. Please. <clears throat> All right. 732, 28 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Every uh, Friday around this time, we take a look at the highlights of the week, the things we did well this week, sometimes the things we did bad this week, occasionally things we did funny this week. Um, you want to start things off? Well, I, I'm going to be short and sweet, and it, it might sound uh, egotistical, a little on the arrogant side, but I truly believe that since we've been paying attention to highlights, this was our best week. I, th I thought everybody just absolutely knocked it out of the park, and that started on on Monday with Bob Heron. I mean, we we could still be talking to Bob Heron, and, and here you know we could have started on Monday because the guy knows what's going on, Howard, and then it it just never stopped. Tom Bloom, homeless. What you know? What a bigger subject? The panhandling issue in the in right. The Tom Squidary just got back for, from from Israel. Uh, Dan Millison, the guy that really had the vision at starting, going to start this whole Water Street boom. He was right here in the studio with us. And then Bob Nay yesterday, uh, talking about the the Speaker of the House debacle. What a great week, Howard. And you and I didn't do too much. No. <laughs> well, uh, I guess. I'll just jump right in with this. i got a couple other quick things, but basically I'm with you. Normally I come up with, I'll use say, well, here are one of the one or two topics that we did very well, and here are one or two guests that really stood out. I, I, the note I made here on my highlight list was the wide variety of guests, all of whom were informed, informative, intelligent people. And I forgot to mention uh, Mayor Elliott also, a hot topic. He came on with us. And we had a we had a pretty good debate yesterday about that. I mean, the mayor and I didn't see eye to eye, and he that he stood up and took my arguments, and it was good. The mayor, Dan Millison from Waterfront Hall, a uh, Tom Bloom, Montgomery County Commissioner, uh, talking about their panhandling ordinance. Bob Nay, who always brings a special expertise when we talk about Congress. Um, Jim Ambrose with the Tipping Point uh, Project, the Clay School Project yesterday. Tom Scateri just back from Israel, as you pointed out. Uh, and Brad McElhenney with um, the latest on the fact that the justice companies may be broke. It's, it's not just each guest was really good, but what a variety of things we put together this week. And um, I, I was, I mean, I, I don't like back padding, but I think it was a really good, really good week. I mean, it, sometimes all the stars line up, Howard, and, and the stars or the, the guests were good and they were topics that are really, really important today. Right. Uh, I was trying to do a lighter side of life. We did spend some time talking about food with the, the closing of Carlitos and, you know, how, how do restaurants, uh, what, what do restaurants need to stay alive in this area? I, I put that on there because I just didn't want to leave it all with the big guests and so on. And I began doing this last week. Uh, I, here's what the people were speaking about. I went to the text line to see the things the text line was busy with. Homeless certainly has been busy on the text line as well as the guests. Governor Justice Financial Problems. Lots of texts on that. And, Bob, remembering the old days as people want to know what happened to Radio Rich. We got a lot of response on that. All right. So that's, those are my highlights of the week. But uh, it, was just, it was a busy – and listen, I suspect at least two more highlights will come today with Senator Manchin. And Chad Thalman. Pretty big hitter there, uh, Senator Joe Manchin, everybody, going to be joining the, the morning show. Yeah, so we've got uh, – so I think probably those, those are going to add to our, to our list of the week on highlights. 
735, 25 till the hour. Watchdog Morning Show. Phone lines are open. Uh, 304-232-8255. The text line is open. 304-214-1600. You are free to uh, use the Frio Stack auction service lines whenever the mood strikes you. Uh, Rebecca Little is with us today from WTRF-TV. She is in the Ohio Valley News Center. In 321. Good morning, I'm Rebecca Little with a look at your 7 News headlines for this Friday, October 20th. President Biden spoke to the American people last night. He declared that this is a critical moment for world peace as both Ukraine and Israel are under attack. The president's address comes as administration plans to request approval from Congress for a $100 billion aid package. However, the package cannot make it through Congress with the House in disarray. The president also tried to make an emotional plea by saying millions of Americans are being impacted by the conflict between Israel and Hamas as families pray for the safe return of their loved ones. And new from across the mountain state, according to the West Virginia State Police, a man was discovered dead on the shore of a river last night. After getting a call about a corpse on the shore, Trooper C.C. Showalter found a dead white man lying on his back in Marmot. Police identified him as 40-year-old Dana Willis Clark from Chesapeake, West Virginia. They say there is no evidence of foul play right now. Clark's body will be sent to the medical examiner's office for a toxicology test. The investigation is still ongoing. Meanwhile, 7 News is your local election headquarters. Governor Jim Justice has the official endorsement of former President Donald Trump for his U.S. Senate bid. The former president took to his social media platform, Truth Social, to make the announcement. He said Governor Justice is strong on issues like the border, the military, and veterans, clean coal, and energy. And happening tomorrow, it's a time that first responders hope will raise awareness of the dangers they face when helping others on the sides of roadways. Tomorrow is National Move Over Slow Down Day. It's designated to call attention to a law that's often overlooked. When you see an emergency vehicle along the road, you need to pull your vehicle away from it into another lane. And that was a look at your 7 News headlines. I'm Rebecca Little. Have a great weekend, everybody. You want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's health care demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care right here at home. Developing new and exclusive services. Recruiting top surgeons. We embody the mountaineer spirit. Building upon strong traditions. Pioneering medical care. Moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital. Delivering the right care. Right place. Right time. Are you or your loved ones facing a serious legal battle? The Law Office of Paul Harris wants you to know you aren't alone. Do you need someone that's not afraid to go to trial and fight for your rights? Attorney Paul Harris and his team are willing to go where most firms are not. The courtroom. With a successful track record in civil litigation, criminal defense, including tax issues and health care fraud, Harris Law Office will fight for their clients by offering the most aggressive representation in and out of court. Call Paul Harris at Harris Law Office for a free consultation. 304-232-5300. Live and local. Every weekday. With 10,000 watts of total power. On WKKX and WVLY. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Raindrops are falling on my head. And just like the guy whose feet are too big for his bed. Nothing seems to fit. Those raindrops are falling on my head. They keep falling. So 
Well, they certainly are falling this morning. That's from uh, uh, Butch Cassidy, right? When you came up with this great idea of rain songs, I that's B.J. Thomas, and he talked about this song. It's his biggest hit, and uh, they couldn't find anybody to do it, even though it was tied up with a Paul Newman movie. Everybody thought this song was too hokey. For that movie, particularly, and, yeah. And, and it had uh, Paul Newman, and people were still turning it down, and B.J. Thomas says, Okay, I'll do I'll it. Give it a try. And it's his, his biggest hit. It worked. Raindrops keep falling on Nice my tune, head. Howard. It is. I like that. I like that. 7.40, of the hour. Adam Fike is here from the Big 7, WTRF-TV. So, Adam, the raindrops are falling pretty heavy right now. Are they going to continue to fall all day? All day, practically. We're going to see scattered showers this morning. The good news is it becomes a little bit more spotty for the afternoon. So, right now, everyone's seeing rain. But the, I would say the coverage and intensity drops a little bit this afternoon. So still likely we'll see rain on and off throughout the day today. So definitely need to keep that umbrella with you all throughout the day. It was, at least when I came in an hour ago, it was an absolute soaking downpour coming down. Oh, for sure. I mean, the good the good news out of this, though, while you, you saw that downpour, the heaviest of our precip has already moved on out. So that's at least a positive for today. So, the, so the worst, so the heavy rain that I drove through coming in this morning will at least lighten up a little bit, uh, and we might get a little break uh, at least from the rain. Probably still be cloudy all day, I'm guessing, but we might get a little break from the rain midday. Is that what you're saying? Yep. So right now, almost at eight o'clock, we're gonna. I would say the eight thirty to eleven time frame, we could see a break from the showers. Okay. Might see clouds. Might see a little bit of drizzle, but more so clouds with rain not really returning until lunch and after. Still probably want to have a brelly with you for much of the day today, at least if you're going to be outside at all, it is going to be a, it is going to be a rainy day. Temperature is going to, is where it's been lately. We're in the um, uh, mid to high 50s, right? We're currently in the mid 50s. That's at 52 to 56 range. And really, we're not going to change a whole lot. Right. We might cool up a degree every, what, two, three hours, maybe four. So we only max out like 56, 57, 58 this afternoon. Okay. Rain continues tomorrow? Yep. Just a stray shower early tomorrow morning. I say stray because most of us will stay dry from midnight until, once again, roughly lunchtime. Where we'll see those body showers start to pop back up. Everything wraps up early Sunday, mainly before sunrise, then we're back to sunshine. Okay. And Sunday should be sunny then, basically. Yep, Sunday. Well, it's not going to be completely sunny. We'll okay. see a spot. Well, not spotty. Sorry, excuse me. A stray shower before sunrise, and then we slowly clear throughout the day. Okay. So lunchtime is going to be that border, partly cloudy, mostly cloudy. Might see a pocket of sunshine or two. But by dinner time and sunset, we'll fully be back to sunshine. All right. And temperatures are going to stay in the 50s um, for much of the weekend. I guess what low low to mid fifties. I'm looking at these numbers here somewhere in the low to mid fifties for the weekend. Yep. So Sunday we're in the low fifties, but next week though we're going to see another warm up. So Monday still in the fifties, but the key for next week is yes, it's going to be sunny to start the week, but we'll see our overnight lows dip into the mid to low thirties. So we could see some frost Monday and Tuesday morning, 
but temperatures warm back up into the 60s. Even a few spots that may hit the 70s for the middle of next week. Oh, really? Okay. So, But Monday we might, to say might, might see some overnight frost. Yep, both Monday and Tuesday morning. All right. Uh, but we are starting to warm up, especially by the time we get to Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, we'll be into the 60s and maybe up to the higher 60s before the week is over and done with. All right. Not, not a t- Again, just a crappy day outside today. This is not going to be a good day to well, do much of anything except, I don't know, go eat. Something like that. <laughs> I can do that. That's about all. I don't know what else you would do. Uh, we are looking, as you mentioned, 50. Watch movies. Yeah, watch a good movie. That's good. Watch a bad movie, for that matter. You know, Watch a movie. <laughs> Wrap up in a blanket. Let the rain come outside. I like that. Turn the Watchdog Network on. Yeah, listen to us all day long. 54 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 53 at the Highlands. 54 uh, in Elm Grove. And 54 here at the Robinson Otter Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. You doing anything exciting for the weekend, uh, Adam? You're going to hang out here in town, go traveling, or what? Uh, after Abby gets off today, we're going to go up to my parents. My sister and her boyfriend are in on their fall break, so I get to go harass him. <laughs> okay. And uh, just kind of hang out with the family, huh? We're going to hang out with them tonight, Sunday. We're going to my cousin's wedding oh, okay. tomorrow evening. That should be fun. Okay. Well, that's fine. That sounds good. All right. Well, listen, everybody have a great weekend, and uh, we will talk to you on Monday. Talk to them. You See you, Adam. Thank you. See you. See you. Yep. 7.45, quarter till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I um, I believe I, um, I'm going to be making my own peanut butter and jelly again today. Based on the text messages that I'm getting from my Uh-oh. lovely wife, I have run afoul. I have run afoul of my beautiful spouse. And she is, um, well, not real happy with me this morning. And she's letting me know it via text. And she's letting me know that don't you dare talk about this on the air. So other than saying I... I think I will probably have to make my own PB&J today. I better not say anything else. We'll go out and have a good lunch, Howard. Let's do that. There you go. 746, 14 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Frio Stack Auction Service text line. Howard, you're on the planning commission. I am. What the hell is going on with Dunkin' Donuts on National Road? Well, I don't know. The planning commission approved their plans, and they said they were going to go there. And the last I heard... Uh, which has now been about a month or so ago. They said they'd had a couple of delays, but they were still planning to uh, to build Dunkin' Donuts in the old Hardy's building, or where the old Hardy's building is. Um, from a planning commission point of view, we don't really do much more other than uh, authorize the, the the plans, which we've done. So I, that's um, what the hell's going on? I don't know. Uh, the last I heard when our staff asked them was that they're still still working on that. Frio Stack Ox Service text line is available, and if you want to use it, you are welcome to do so. Mr. Slider has sports for us coming up in a minute or two. The uh, Frio Auction people have an auction coming up we want to talk about, and um, maybe you, we'll hear from you as well. And if you have ideas on entrepreneurial concepts in downtown, Bob wants to buy the Windsor Manor and turn it into a an, a, an upscale uh, hotel the way it used to be with a grand ballroom and and uh, the, the slider penthouse suite on top of the building. That's right, Howard. And the Baloo's suite. Charlie, Charlie Stan. Charlie gets to stay. Uh, if you have any ideas on what, if you had, if money was not an object, 
but you what what's the great idea you have for downtown Wheeling? No, I'm sorry, not downtown. What's the great idea you have for here in the Ohio Valley that you think you would love to do as an entrepreneur? Feel free to text us or call us. Be happy to hear from you. Uh, it is about a dozen till the hour. Watchdog Morning Show. When deciding where to dine in the Ohio Valley, think first of the Highlands with a full array of quick service choices from McDonald's, Wendy's, Five Guys, Taco Bell, Jersey Mike's, Jimmy John's, Chick-fil-A, or DiCarlo's Pizza. Or you can dine in at Eden Park, Primanti Brothers, Texas Roadhouse, El Paso, or Quaker Steak and Lube. Whatever your family's in the mood for, you can find it just off I-70 at the top of the hill. The Highlands, dining, shopping, entertainment, and lodging. One in three adults has pre-diabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man, you, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has pre-diabetes, with early diagnosis, pre-diabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. The timeless sounds of polka live here. Join us 9 to 11 a.m. on Sundays for the Polka Showcase with Rich Biella. Sunday mornings never sounded so good. If you're gonna make a run and you plan on having fun, the one place you should know, Gumby's Grab and Go. Conversations you care about with people you know. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe on WKKX and WVLY. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. For obvious reasons, we are doing uh, rain per music this morning on this rainy Friday morning. We're roaming in the mid-50s everywhere in the upper Ohio Valley, 54 at the Highlands, 53 at the, uh, I'm sorry, 54 at the airport, 53 at the Highlands, 54 in Elm Grove, and 54 here at the Robinson Otter Group Studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley, where Bob Slider is hanging out with me every morning, and every morning around this time, it is time for us to take a look at slider on sports it's a football friday but last night major league baseball's postseason was in full force the early game from arizona the diamondbacks break a one and one tie in the ninth inning with uh, Keitel Marte walk off RBI single breaking beating the Philadelphia Phillies uh, two to one Philadelphia leads the series two games to one game four from arizona tonight first pitch 807 in the american league championship series from houston texas the defending champions, the Houston Astros, tie their series with the Texas Rangers two games apiece with a 10-3 win. Game 5 this afternoon from Texas, first pitch 5.07 Eastern time. Last night, NFL Thursday night football, the Jacksonville Jaguars 
At the New Orleans Saints, Jaguar quarterback Trevor Lawrence was a game-time decision with a knee injury. Lawrence did start and hit Christian Kirk with a 44-yard touchdown pass with three minutes and eight seconds left in the fourth quarter, giving Jacksonville a 31-24 win over the Saints at the Superdome. With the bum knee, Lawrence finished 20 out of 29 for 204 yards. He ran for a team-high 59 yards on eight carries. With the win, the Jags go to 5-2. and two. The Saints drop to 3-4. and four. There was a high school football game last night. It was Peyton City over Hancock, Maryland, 47-7. The Wildcats, they improved to 7-1. and one. It's a football Friday this afternoon from 12-3. to three. The Pine Room Podcast at Gumby's Moundsville South. Jub, Jarrett, Matt, Coach, all the guys will be there. Stop in. There's giveaways, discounts, lots of fun. The Pine Room Boys back at Gumby's in Moundsville South. And that just gets getting things started. Uh, when those guys finish up, we have the Matt Jones pre-owned auto th- walkthrough. All the guys in the studio, Scott Nolte, Brett Clough, Mark Heinerman, Jerry Ames, all those guys right here. No, Jerry won't be here. You know why Jerry won't be here, Howard? Is he traveling? He's headed north. Jerry's got a hell of a road trip north tonight. North to Alaska. No, and not to Alaska. North to Erie. Erie, Pennsylvania. Yeah, Jerry won't be anywhere near the studio because he is heading north. That's because we have a an early start tonight. Wheeling Central travels to Harbor Creek. That is in Erie, Pennsylvania. That's a 6 o'clock kickoff, folks. So we'll get on the air about uh, about 20 till. Uh, Jerry and Stormy will be there with all the action. Again, Wheeling Park travels to Harbor Creek. Tonight, we'll have all the action on WKKX. Morgantown, they're at John Marshall. We'll have that game also. That's on WVLY. That's a 7 o'clock kickoff also. Again, Morgantown at John Marshall. You can catch that game on WVLY. And tomorrow you got a lot of activity, including a special, not a special edition, a regular edition of Good Old Boys. And the Good Old Boys are red hot, Howard, red hot. I have had uh, two back-to-back perfect weeks, 4-0 last week, the week before. I was, Thank you, Howard. And my partner, Bear, is just red hot, too. He was... He was red on. We gave you six winners. If you bet that parlay, put $20 on it. How much would you have won, Howard? 50 bucks? No, 945 bucks. That's how much. That's how hard it is to do. But thank you, Howard. The good old boys on sports tomorrow from 8 to 9 here on the Watchdog Network. That's Bear. He's out in Columbus. I'm Bob. I'll be right here in downtown Wheeling. And then when we finish up, it is the Paul Harris Saturday morning sports huddle with your host, Dr. Angelo Georges, co-host Mike Florak, Hall of Fame sports writer Doug Huff, and ace producer Ross Johnston. All those guys will be in the studio, and then we're not done yet. No, there's more. WVU pregame show. Oklahoma State at West Virginia. The pregame show gets underway at 1230, Howard. Is wow. that a lot or what? So we start at 6 in the morning with the, the Ohio News and the West Virginia News, and then we go to uh, – uh, to you and outdoors with Chris Lawrence. Then we go to you guys. Then we go to the huddle. And then we go to WVU all day long. All day long. And then you know what? If you don't have anything better to do on Sunday and you want to listen to the Browns, okay, that's not for me, but it's probably <laughs> might be for you. The Cleveland Browns at Indianapolis to take on the Colts. That's Sunday. And that also is a one o'clock kickoff. Slatter on sports time, 755. Um, we're getting close to the end of the football season. It's hard to believe, but this is week number what? I lost count with all the buys and stuff, but I, I'm pretty sure I have this. I think after tonight, Wheeling Central has one game left, wow. and I'm pretty sure that maybe – I think we're getting to the end, Howard. It's hard. I mean, I, we say this every year. It seems like we've just gotten started. 
and we're wrapping things up. And I want to make a special, special thank you because we couldn't do Football Fridays without the fine folks at Gumby's and, and Jill's Gentleman's Club. Who uh, help bring you the Pine Room podcast every Friday from noon until 3. I get the impression the Pine Room guys like this Moundsville South location. I know it because I was down there with them last week. It was just great. Again, a picture Mayberry right there beside Floyd's Barbershop. You have this little <laughs> store, and everybody flocks in there. They buy their beer. They buy their cigarettes, their tobacco products, their, their lottery tickets, all that stuff, Howard. And they are the friendliest people just like Mayberry. They are so friendly. And you said lots of people were coming and kind of looking for the giveaways. But that's because the staff down there put this incredible table of merchandise giveaways. Yes. <laughs> so uh, stop in today. Now, the rain, again, it's not yeah, as it's nice as it was last week, but the guys will be in a little bit of a tent there. Won't be as nice weather, but uh, I know that the folks will be uh, flocking to Gumby's South. All right, Moundsville so, South. Moundsville South, yes. Uh, this is not the one on Walmart Drive. It's not. This is the one down south. A little further down Route 2, and you, it's on the right-hand side right there by the DMV. You have uh, 84 Lumber right there. You cannot miss it. The yep. Pine Room boys will be there. It's where I frequently, uh, when I was going down to the Moundsville site for our WPOY lot, I would run through and grab myself Get you a, uh, pop. Grab a soda pop to heck. Yep, absolutely. So uh, check that out. Hey, check this out. The uh, Our friends at Frio Stack Auction Service have an auction uh, underway. City of Wheeling and Ohio County Commission Vehicle and Excess Equipment Auction is coming up on Saturday, November 4th. So you got time to plan for this. It'll be at the City Operations Center in Wheeling out there in Clater. This is an annual, or maybe they do it twice a year. I don't know. Do they do this twice a year? I don't, I'm not sure on that, but I can tell you this for sure. Uh, my son Bubba was looking for a vehicle, and the I last one they yeah. had, he bought one, and he, he loves it. It's been great for him, and it'll be great for you, too. So if you're looking for a vehicle, man, you got to check it out. Just a quick rundown of some of the things they have. Two 2014 Chevy Caprices, two 2010 Chevy Impalas, 2013 Ford Police Interceptor. I'd like to have a police car. That'd be kind of fun. Uh, let's see, two 2008 Ford Crown Vicks. Just some examples of what they've got. Dodge Durango, Jeep Liberty, um, blah, 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 blah. Uh, some city things like a snowplow, a sewer truck, and so on from the city. This is the city of Wheeling, and I think this is Ohio County as well. Am I right about that? Yeah. I believe so, yes. City of Wheeling and Ohio County Commission Vehicle and Excess Equipment Auction. You can find out more by going to Frio, frioandstack.com. Take a look at some of the items they have there. You can bid online. Uh, and the auction itself is not right now. It's November the 4th uh, at the Clater Operations Center for the City of Wheeling, out in the Clater section of Wheeling. Uh, and uh, you can uh, uh, the inspection begins at 9 on that particular day, November the 4th, and the auction is at 10 a.m. So check that all out, our friends at Frio and Stack, and uh, check out their website, FrioandStack.com. And check out the line. They sponsor the Frio and Stack auction service lines. The text line is 304-214-1600. The phone line is 304-232-8255. You are welcome to use those. Uh, ABC covers the world. President Biden spoke to the nation last night on the issue of Israel and Ukraine. And uh, Senator Joe Manchin will join us in the next hour to talk about that and more as the Watchdog Morning Show for a Friday continues.